Welcome to Subscribing to Wellness, the show where Rachel Newman and myself, Daniel Fairman, sit down with leading founders, executives, and investors committed to building a healthier future for consumers. Today on Subscribing to Wellness, we are joined by Ari Tula, founder of Elo Health. Elo is focused on optimizing human performance by using biomarkers, cutting-edge AI, and expert guidance to deliver smart supplements calibrated for an individual's unique data-driven needs. Earlier in his career, Ari was head of content for Nokia's mobile gaming platform, as well as head of Nokia's app studio. He was also founder of Better Doctor, which was ultimately acquired by Vestar Capital-backed Quest Analytics. Ari, welcome to Subscribing to Wellness. How are you, man? I'm great. Thank you. Good Good to be here. Thanks so much for joining us. Just to get us started, would love for you to give the overview of how you decided to start Elo and what Elo really is doing and what their mission is. Yeah, happy to start there. So Elo is my new company. We started about two years ago. And the focus is really to to become the first smart nutrition company. So what is smart nutrition? It means personalized. It means uh, precise, made for you, scientific. And it also means proactive. So we're trying to tie it together with the data coming out of your body to understand what the outcomes are. So think about wearable devices or your blood biomarkers for example. So how does it work today? We test people's blood biomarkers in an at-home test. So you get the kit at home, you prick your finger, you send it back to your lab. We connect to your wearable devices if you have any or if you want to do it. We take that information and data and we turn it into a custom nutrition plan for you. And then we are delivering you different products uh, based on that. The first thing we are doing today is uh, smart supplements that are uh, customized to you based on your blood biomarkers. We continue every 90 days to test again your blood so you can really see the outcomes what you are getting. Got it. So if I have a wearable device, basically you guys will be able to monitor some of my levels, my metabolic rates in real time as I start taking your supplements and so on. And if I don't have a wearable device, you guys will also be able to track my progress every single time I kind of retest over a certain period of time after kind of taking the supplement recommendations and taking the recommendations that I'm getting from both the app and a, and a live nutritionist, correct? Exactly. And um, and good point, you you mentioned the, the, the nutritionist. So we embedded in the process also real people who are helping us all stay accountable and, and really will help to tailor the program better for you. Because, you know, if you do a questionnaire, you get the data, you don't always know exactly what people want to achieve. And the real people are connecting you in the beginning of the program always. And then every 90 days, you can also connect with the, with your own coaches who are registered dietitians in the case of ELO. And absolutely. So we do connect with your wearable data. And of course, that's a big word. So what it really means is really looking at your activity, exercise, sleep, and recovery mainly. Of course, if you also have a scale that you have connected to your Apple Health, we will also get that data in from there. And could you talk a bit about where you're at on this journey? I know you guys went through a widely successful beta program with some amazing kind of data proof points as to the effectiveness of LO and the program itself. Maybe if you could just highlight what you've seen thus far, what you're still kind of working to figure out. and Yeah, so, I mean, ELO is, as I said already, smart nutrition. And, and nutrition, of course, is not only supplement. It, it covers all type of things, food, drinks, you name it. So we are looking at this very broadly. And um, 
when you start a new company or anything new, you want to make the box small enough to be able to innovate and actually prove something fairly quickly. So we wanted to kind of build this box where we do the blood testing, we connect to the wearable devices, we are giving people micronutrients in supplement form, think about vitamins, minerals, and then we are seeing the outcome. So we, we put this group together early last year in January, about 150 people. And most of the people were with us for the whole year and still today. So they went through like two or three cycles. I mean, we didn't know what to expect. So we put the yardstick in 80% of people to be able to improve some of the biomarkers. We actually got to 95% of people who had an improvement. So it was pretty impressive to see that, you know, if people are taking their supplements and also doing behavior changes based on what the codes are telling them, you can actually see significant improvements in people's biomarkers. And in some cases, we have seen not just improvement in like, you know, vitamin mineral levels that is not that difficult to do, but people have also improved the A1C, the diabetes marker, the lipid panel, think about like triglycerides, uh, LDL cholesterol, and, and HDL. So it's been pretty, pretty impressive uh, and an interesting year. And in the beginning of this year, we decided that, you know, we, I think we feel ready to get this out to people. And we opened up the service for anyone to try and, and so on in January. And today we are adding hundreds of people per month. We have some limitations because, you know, we are still learning to operate, but it looks pretty good. Awesome. No, that's super exciting stuff. One question I've, I wanted to ask you, and we've had this kind of conversation with Anthony Venari over at Fit Insider and a few others kind of in the connected fitness, wearables, health tracking space. I think one kind of barrier, and I've talked about this a few times historically, is just there's so much data out there, right, that we can take away from our wearables, from our devices, from our health tracking, that it can often even be overwhelming for the consumer. And what I think is really special about what you're doing is the detailed kind of recommendations that you're giving, both from a conversational perspective with the nutritionist, but then also through kind of these customized supplements. So it's really giving the consumer the ability to act on the data without having to necessarily do all of this research themselves. And, you know, I think Whoop is like an incredible, incredible product. I love it. I have a Whoop myself, but sometimes I'm just like, all right, like I'm not going to do anything with this data. Like it's just too much. I only have so much time my day. I, I, I can't think through this like all day by myself. And I know, for example, like you're a big believer in Aura. I know you were an early investor and I know Aura is on your cap table. Could you talk a little bit about the importance of really giving these recommendations to consumers as opposed to just kind of stuffing them with data? Yeah, I think we have have a number of people who call them, themselves biohackers. And, you know, some people call me a biohacker. I was there in the very early rooms, like 15 years ago, when people coined the term. <laughs> so maybe I'm a biohacker a bit, or at least I've been in the group for a long time. But that group is all about, like, let's get data and then kind of look at the data, try to find nuggets of information. But that's not going to be more than, you know, maybe a million or two people in the whole world who have the time and the will to do that. So for the normal people, it is really more about uh, answering the questions that we all have. The first question that people have is, so what? Like, so what? You know, you had, a, you got 21 or 20.9 20, 20 activity or strain score on Whoop. It means you had an all, all out day. You trained maybe eight hours or you did the race or something. When you do a triathlon, you get to like maybe... Uh, 20.8. So what does it mean? You have some context to compare to other people like you. You can compare to your other days. So you have some idea about it. You know, Aura, for example, they give you a sleep score or recovery score. 85 this morning for me. I feel pretty good. I woke up. I was like feeling refreshed. I looked at the score, 85. 
So it correlates. So I believe that, you know, Aura can give me some insight. But really the key point that we are trying to do at Elo, and what I think we should more think about is answering the next question, then what? Okay, we know so what, but then what should we do about the data? And at Elo, I think we are taking this stance that is very, very difficult to fulfill, which is, could we take this data and could we deliver you the right nutrition based on that data without you need to worry about it? I mean, that, that's kind of the goal we have. And, and if we can make that happen, I think it will be a wonderful addition for this uh, mix of products that are out in the market. And I think we can have a really great outcomes on people's lives when we go beyond supplements to, to food, for example, and really can have a bigger impact on your, on your holistic health. Yeah, we're seeing so much of, you know, people trying to make either small changes or big changes to feel better, look better, do better, like be fitter, faster, stronger. And I think we've seen, you know, this uptick even more with COVID because people have more time. I would love to kind of talk about like Elo's core consumer. I think, you know, you typically think that this is for like a high performing athlete or someone that gears more towards elite performance. But I think what you were just alluding to and talking about is that like, really, this is for the general population as well, because we're all after feeling better at the end of the day. So can you talk a little bit about how and what Elo is doing in terms of like playing into the thesis of, is this for like recreational athletes or is this for people that are trying to be like professionals or health pros? I think all and both. I mean, the the problem we have today in the, the Western society and namely in the U.S. is that uh, 75% of people today are overweight. 50% of adult population are obese. And we are not doing anything to slow the pace of, let's say, 70% of people becoming obese in the next 20 years. 85% of people becoming overweight. Nothing is now slowing it down today. It's been going fast in the wrong direction for the last 30, 40 years. And that is, of course, causing metabolic sickness in a massive level. You know, type 2 diabetes will be basically 50% of the people in the next 20 years if we don't do anything. And that will cost us so much money that, you know, the current $4 trillion healthcare cost is going to be small potatoes compared to the $8 trillion we're going to spend if we don't do anything. So something has to be done. And, and we as a country, as a nation, and most countries in the world now are getting sick. And the main culprit is the nutrition, the food we eat. Of course, we also don't have enough time for you know, recovery. Recovery is not only sleep, but also mindfulness. And of course, we don't move enough. We don't go out enough. We don't go hug trees like we should be in the forest. So those are the key problems we have today. And I think what, what we, are, we are trying to do at, at ELO, as an example, is to really focus on can we help and who can we help right today? Who are willing to pay? We Keep in mind, we are a D2C company. You can't get this from the employer today. You can't get LO from your health plan today. So we go D2C. And the core group of people that we are seeing today, we have hundreds of people. So we have a pretty good idea of who are the ones who are going to like this a lot. Are people who are these proof-driven optimizers. That's the word we define. They are not biohackers, but they are people who already want to track their health. They have made the decision that they want to live great life for the next uh, 30 years. Many of them are uh, mid-30s, uh, 40s, even early 50s. Many of them have families, maybe small children, and they have this moment in life. I call this moment memento mori moment. 
So Memento Mori is this uh, uh, phrase that, that Caesar in the ancient Rome, he was in a triumph and he was behind the red horse in a wagon and there was a slave holding the bow around his head, above his head and whispering the ear, Memento Mori, remember you are mortal. So when you get kids, something happens in your life, you have this moment that, okay, life is precious. Life is only that long and I better do the best I can to stay healthy. It doesn't make sense to live 100 years old if the last 20 years you're going to be in a wheelchair or you're going to have dementia or you're going to have Alzheimer's. So that's what the LO members, I think, are looking for. Great years with the kids, with the grandkids, and, and being able to accomplish great things on the earth with the time we have. Love it. Love it. I mean, that, that mission really resonates with me as well. I think another kind of angle I wanted to go into is just obviously you guys have this rich breadth of data that you're getting from all of your users. You're obviously using that to help inform their kind of health recommendation and lifestyles. Is there also a play here where this data can go kind of beyond the core purpose of serving the consumers that are actually using the app and really helping health insurance, medical associations, researchers who want to look at kind of the core cause of disease? Like, how do you think through the data play beyond serving the actual member of the LO Health app? I think that's a really great, uh, great question. And I think before I answer kind of the core point of it, let me just mention that um, it is absolutely difficult to make complicated data look simple and understandable and actionable. That is one of the most difficult things in the world. And I couldn't be you know, more excited that you know, we have people in the LO team, like my, one of my co-founders, who, who spent a decade at Apple and really thinking about these things when they did the Apple Watch, for example. And he is extremely good at you know, doing turning the complicated into simple. And that's what I think what Apple did the best out of any company in the world. But when we go for the data and the breadth of it, it might be new to many people, but we actually are helping the LO members to connect different things into the Apple Health. And then they, if so want, they can connect it to LO. We don't mandate anyone to do it. People do it willingly if they want. But for myself, for example, I have connected all the data. I have a Whoop, I have a Nora, I have an Apple Watch, I have a, a scale, I have a, a blood pressure cuff, and God names how many things I have. I have connected that and all my blood work data from my guest quest labs, my lab core, and my Kaiser, and many other places into the Apple Health. And we just looked at my data, and I think I have over, over a million data points from the last decade into Apple Health that now came to ELO. And you know that's a lot of data about my health, like way more than any doctor could basically comprehend or understand or analyze. So you have to use some systems like machine learning, AI to do it. And I think the most interesting thing that I didn't, I hoped when we started, but now I'm convinced about it, is that, so the ill recommendations today, or what are we giving you as an example in supplement form, they based on clinical trials done today. We have about three and a half thousand trials that we have tagged into our AI model. And that is then recommending you the right dosing and the right things based on who you are, uh, your gender, your race, where you are, your biomarkers, all these things. And you fit into those studies and the studies say doing this resulted that. So that's how we base the basic things. And then we have the, the dietitians who are looking at that recommendation and they modify them quite often. So we are looping in the modifications into the AI model to make it better. And then lastly, of course, the, the key piece of the model are the outcomes. Okay, we did 
the, the existing studies say, you, think about like vitamin D. You have low vitamin D. They say give people 6,050 IU of vitamin D to improve with this speed. Okay, we have done that now hundreds of times, and we are we actually knowing more about that than almost anyone in the world because we've been tracking you know every 90 days and we know how it works. What is the pace of improvement? You do that on every different biomarker and many different things when you go forward, like recovery, HRV, so forth. You are able to create new science, and that new science I think will be the fundamental building block that you know I think we can create. And today we keep all the data within the ELO. It's all yeah. private. It's your data as a member. We don't sell any data. But I think there are opportunities in the long term to also partner with universities and research groups and do something yeah. super cool on that. I almost see it as like a platform for disease prevention research because you're going to see kind of like the health outcomes of all of these people have who have been focused on certain supplements being kind of absorbing their body over the years and kind of then seeing what the health outcomes are for those kind of people who took those kind of supplements and which kind of metabolic levels like improve the most based, you know, so I think it, it can be a huge platform that goes far beyond just serving individual consumers. One question for you, and this is completely random, but I was just thinking about it. It seems like so many of these companies, founders have Scandinavian roots. So clearly there's something going on there. What is Scandinavia, I guess we could talk Finland if you want, but what is Scandinavia doing so right compared to the US in terms of like creating the default to being like healthy and really focusing on diet and moderation and, and all of that? I just find it amazing because I know Anthony's from there. I know the or a lot of the Aura people were from there. You're like it's there's something going on. <laughs> I, I think you know, on the on those number of people, and you can also add maybe, you know, Sami Inkinen who runs Spirit of Health who is the best known fitness entrepreneur in the US today. So I think many of us, and knowing these people pretty well, by the way, we all have a link to Nokia at some point in some way. And of course, you know, Aura has a deep link into Polar Electro, the, the heart rate monitor. They actually invented heart rate monitoring in uh, early 90s. I happened to be in a Nordic ski team in the same town, Kempele, 10,000 people town, where also the founder of uh, Polar Electro used to live. He was actually my ski coach for some time. I was wearing the early prototype, like 91, when I was, I don't know, like 10 years old and doing Nordic ski practice. <laughs> so that connection, I think, came also for Aura. Aura is also from the same small town originally. So those people were connected to each other. And at Nokia, I was super lucky to be maybe, you know, 15 years ago. I was in a team working uh, together with the small team that actually invented the, the step counter. So Nokia had implemented in the first smartphone, this is years before iPhone and Android, but the first phones you were able to take video and see the web browsing, not the nice touch screen, but you know, before that, that was a device that had a, a chip in it to turn the photos from portrait to landscape automatically, because it's super annoying to turn them, you know, after the fact. And that chip was actually a very powerful chip that, you know, was used later as a first accelerometer. And we've developed these apps and put them out in the Nokia devices it was the 10,000 steps. I think, you know, the team invented the 10,000 steps as well. So we've been just very early on looking at this stuff. And I've been in the trenches, you know, for 15 years around this topic. So that's one element. And the other one is that, you know, Finland has a very narrow scene pool. You know, we were basically stranded by the ocean after the ice age. And they were like, everybody's a cousin to each other. <laughs> so narrow scene pool. And we have really bad you know, conditions, illnesses, uh, on like heart disease, for example, was really rampant in the 70s, 80s. And they made the governmental decisions like 
let's in, improve and increase you know, activity exercise in schools. Let's focus on educating people to eat better. And they were able to add 15 years of lifespan on people in 30 years in Finland. So it's one of those unique case studies that, you know, many people are looking at when they look at, you know, overall health improvement and preventative medicine. Finland has been one of the top countries in the world on prevention. I think they spent 5% of prevention and here we've spent 2% in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, you guys are just a much healthier part of the world and clearly care about, you know, spending time outside and whatnot, all the things that we as Americans think we are trying to do better at. Do you see a world in which LO, you know, partners more closely with like a consumer brand or a at-home fitness product like a Peloton or a Tonal or a Hydro Row to provide data in in that capacity to be giving like nutrition data, but also in a significance that like helps to improve your workouts? I think we we took a stance in the beginning. And, and you know, I my last two companies I built were all in in uh, big healthcare, in healthcare data for enterprise. So I've been working with every health insurance company, every hospital, every government agency that you can think of. My, my last company, Quest Analytics, we had about 750 enterprise clients. So that's kind of the world that I come from. And now I wanted to keep it kind of simple in the beginning. So instead of going and working with employers or the health plans or the government or even partners like this, we decided to do things in a way where we have, we are agnostic where we get the data. So today, if you if you use a Peloton, you can connect your Peloton to Apple Health and connect Apple Health to Elo, and you get all your notifications and all the data coming from Peloton directly to Elo. If you use Strava, the same thing. If you use Apple Watch, that's automatically already happening. And now even Whoop, uh, since a few weeks ago, they connected now to Apple Health. So you can connect your Whoop data into Elo directly. Aura, you can do the same thing. So we are trying to kind of find what is the best way of least resistance to get all the data flowing in and then... We're also working with you know partners on the biomarker testing. We are actively talking to everybody on who is really innovating past on the blood testing. We are looking at them, uh, and I'm I'm small investor in like Vessel Health, Levels Health, Super Sapiens. So looking at glucose monitoring and and Vary is a great company that you spoke before with. They are doing also glucose monitoring and looking at that like could we do urine? Could we do hair follicles? DNA is definitely coming already. People are asking for it, so we're going to do a SNP analyzer. You can upload your SNPs from. Uh, 23andMe and Ancestry, if you so want. So that part is like partner and find the best people who can do it fastest. And then the delivery side, when we think about nutrition, same thing, I'm talking to everybody um, yeah. from like groceries to, you know, salad bars to big, you know, players and small players. So we want to really yeah, build this. Little, guys- I, we want to be the brain in the middle and then work with everybody. But over time, you're 100% right. This will become also, I think, a benefit that, you know, your employer could give to employees. Yeah, it's a great integration tool. We're going to move to our favorite part of the podcast. We like to call rapid fire. We're going to throw some random questions at you and just whatever comes to mind first. So favorite food? Pokeball. Pokeball. That's my favorite too. I love Pokeballs. (laughs) Um, And I tried... I was at Expo West and I tried uh, some plant-based tuna from Current Food. I don't know if you probably know Jasic. And it was incredible. And now they're crushing the pokey kind of retail landscape. I'm excited. Favorite place you've traveled to? Finland. Fair enough. A superpower. I just don't take no for an answer. Love it. Favorite sport? Rock climbing. 
Amazing. Mm. Love rock climbing too. Last question we love to ask all of our guests who we have on is what it means to subscribe to wellness um, for you. And essentially what we're asking is what are some healthy habits that you're super focused on throughout the week as a means of maintaining a healthy lifestyle while managing LO? I think you're very qualified to answer this question. <laughs> My answer would be another podcast. We can do another two hours. <laughs> but to be fair, like if you really go into this and think about that, what really moves the needle, I think the key things for me have been and, and nutrition. So for the last 20 years, I have been mainly on a diet that is uh, no sugar and no wheat and very little meat, if any. And I've been doing that for so long. It's kind of part of me already. Other one is the sleep. I've been tracking my sleep with Aura for eight years. And um, I'm constantly getting my seven and a half hours. I rarely get oh, under 85, 90 a score on Aura. And it really boils down to how do I go to sleep, the sleep routines. I rarely eat after 7 p.m. I very rarely drink alcohol after 5 p.m. I rarely exercise after 8 p.m. So that's kind of what I have done. And I tested like it's a, it's a dark room. I do a sour before sleep. It's a cold environment, the right type of blanket. My pillow, I'm a pillow guy. It's a specific pillow I use. I, it comes with me every place. But then also, I think, you know, exercise. I was an athlete for a long time and I still try to be performant. I'm 43 years old and life comes to the way. The kids come to the way and the age comes to the way. So I'm going to be very meticulous every time I train. And I try to do the best train I can do. And I, I, I climb four times a week, for example. Um, I use other coaches with me, like, spending the time in a way that I get the most out of it. But that's the one thing that, you know, people can take and do today. Fasting is something that, you know, I incorporated the last two years. I'm a, I'm a massive believer and, and a massive fan of prolonged fasting, for example. And the idea that, you know, you don't eat for five days or even just doing intermittent fasting, it has some fundamental impact on your body and not only your health and physical field, but mental as well. I, I think you do the best work, best thinking when you're in a fasting mode. And, and it's been really fun to incorporate that to the LO team. We have tens of people who have done fasting now first time, and they all tend to like it. Man, if I'm as healthy as you in my 30s, I will be content. <laughs> so, your, sleep, I mean, I, I, your sleep routine really, uh, really fires me up. <laughs> no, you're, talking, no, you're telling Daniel and I that where we're both on like, we're both jet lag running on no sleep. sleep this week. So, you know, we need to work on your sleep routine. Yeah, you know, I did the Q Bio, if you know the company, and you should talk to them as well. I have to make an intro, but they're really, really good guys. They, and they test your like your full body MRI. They do all the blood work, all the DNA. And I think they told me last time, I did the third time, that I'm one of the healthiest people they have tested so far. And yeah. that felt, made me feel really good, you know. Uh, and there's nothing like urgently that is, is hitting me from the health perspective. So I feel really, really blessed on that. So lastly, where can our listeners learn more about LO? You can go to LO dot health on the web and um, of course all the social channels and we are open to everybody except people in new york that we're going to open soon new york has very complicated blood testing requirements that we are still hopping kind of couple hoops to get it live but uh, sign up and i think we are we are giving some awesome offers for the people who are signing up in the first few thousand members Amazing. amazing 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 thank you, thank so, you much. so much really really thank informative you. and really love talking to you today so appreciate the time hey thank you both thanks everyone for listening to today's episode feel free to rate review and share the podcast and of course don't forget to subscribe to wellness if you'd like to sponsor us please see the supporter link in our podcast bio we hope everyone has a great rest of week filled with wellness and we'll see you next time